Welcome to the Becoming Priority Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Woodard, and I'm so glad you joined me today. Here at Becoming Priority, I believe that we have to be intentional about making time for ourselves. Whether you need to carve out space for your spiritual, mental, or physical health, you are in the right place. Life is busy. Responsibilities are overwhelming. Sometimes, no matter how hard we try to make time for the things that are important, we forget to add ourselves to that list. It's a constant struggle, but I'm here to tell you that you deserve to put yourself first. And I'm here to encourage, inspire, and support you in becoming priority in your life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Becoming Priority Podcast. I am your host, Melissa, and today we are going to be talking about food journaling. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm currently dealing with some health issues that are requiring me to be a little bit more knowledgeable of what I'm actually eating and consuming. So I want to talk about food journaling and the benefits of it that you may not know about. I want to start off this episode and say that food journaling can be very useful for many people, but it may not be a great choice for everyone. If you struggle with an eating disorder or you have in the past like anorexia or bulimia, this could be triggering to you if you keep a food journal. Um, Some people also may find that keeping a food journal causes obsessive thoughts or negative feelings like guilt and shame. And some people even get fixated on specific details or numbers rather than using the data to improve their diet quality and just making more informed healthy choices. So if you find food journaling to be triggering or unhelpful, I encourage you to look more into intuitive eating and don't even listen to this episode. So I just wanted to start off with that today to just let you know it's not useful for everybody. But there are many, many benefits of keeping a food journal. So I just want to talk to you about what a food journal is first. A food journal is just a tool that can be used to track what you eat and drink throughout your day. You can track things like how much you consumed, who you ate with, or if you ate alone, you can track the time and location, how you felt before, during, and after the meal or snack. You can track all kinds of things you can just track your food. Food journals are also recommended sometimes by doctors or dietitians. They can actually use them to help better understand your eating habits and to also figure out if you have like a food trigger or an ingredient that you may be sensitive to. So we've kept a food journal for my son whenever he was having um, stomach issues and it was very useful for us. You can keep a food journal just for a few days but you know, to look at things like that. But man, I'm telling you that keeping a food journal is very beneficial. When I did Weight Watchers, obviously I tracked everything I ate and I was more mindful about what I was putting into my body. So it was very useful for me. One of the biggest benefits is that most people that track their food and what they're taking into their bodies actually lose weight. So there have been studies showing that the majority of people that track their food intake actually lose weight while doing so. It just makes you more mindful of what's coming into your body and what is helpful and not helpful. So another benefit besides weight loss is that they actually help you build healthy habits. 
So for a lot of people, they may assume that they drink plenty of water or they may assume that they eat plenty of fruits and vegetables, but if they track their meals for a week, they may figure out that they actually don't eat as much as they think they do. Until you start writing it down in your food journal, you may not even realize what you're eating and what you're not eating. And so it's a great way to just kind of see what healthy foods you're eating and to start writing down and keeping track so you can identify patterns of where you're lacking or where you're overeating. Like I said, the weight loss obviously is a great benefit of it, but that's not what I'm talking specifically about right now. Obviously, I'm struggling with my thyroid and um, weight loss is just not happening for me most of the time. Um, it's a little bit here, a little bit there, but for the most part, I've plateaued and I am not keeping a food journal for the benefits of weight loss right now because my body is just all up and having all kinds of issues right now that I need to be working on. I have been looking at it more to identify if I have a sensitivity for food. So I have some doctors that have been removing me from some indigestion and heartburn reflux meds and told me that I need to do lifestyle changes. Well, I eat fairly healthy. I don't eat perfect and I do eat out and we eat fast food, but I don't eat a whole lot of fried foods. And I don't eat a ton of spicy foods. I don't drink alcohol. I don't drink coffee. All of the things that they tell you to eliminate or limit, I don't do many of those things, but yet I'm still having terrible issues with it. And so weaning off of those meds has just caused me to be just in miserable with acid reflux. And so identifying food sensitivities is one of the greatest benefits of keeping a food journal. If you have irritable bowel syndrome or if certain foods trigger digestive issues like stomach pain, gas, bloating, or diarrhea, then that can be because of a food allergy. And if you track what you eat and how you felt afterwards, then you will know, you'll start to identify what foods you should be avoiding. Obviously, other conditions, like I already said, are food allergies, acid reflux, um, non-celiac gluten sensitivity. So just because you don't have celiac disease, doesn't necessarily mean that you're not sensitive to gluten. Um, so you want to kind of keep track of that. And that is the main reason that I have been tracking what I eat and just paying more attention to what I am eating. I did a food sensitivity test through um, Everlywell, I believe is who it was. And I came back sensitive to a lot of foods. Coffee was my number one. And I am a weirdo and I do not drink coffee. So I guess my mind was telling me, that I didn't need to drink coffee. It is my number one food sensitivity. Doesn't mean I'm allergic to it. It just means that, that my body has a high reaction to it and that I am sensitive to it. And so I avoid that anyways, but it was nice to know that. But chicken was also mildly sensitive. I'm mildly sensitive to chicken and I eat chicken for almost every single meal, lunch and dinner. So it's been interesting to kind of track that. So let's go over just a couple of more of the benefits that you get from keeping a food journal. You can also, it can help you to identify when you're eating not out of hunger. A lot of times we're surprised to see that we have patterns of the day. Like we may eat a snack at the same time every afternoon and we're not necessarily hungry. We're just eating it because that's what we're used to. So I always think back to when you get kids home from school, the first thing that you do is give them a snack. So for a lot of adults at that same hour, that two to four o'clock hours right there, a lot of adults want a snack, not because they're hungry, 
Some of them are because they eat super early for lunch in school and they eat super early for lunch and work. But for most people, that is a habit that you have built over over time. And it's almost a comfort thing because it reminds you of being at home and having that snack. And so that's just a natural cue for your body to eat, even though you're not necessarily hungry. So it can show you when you're eating out of actual hunger versus when you're eating just because it's where you're at, who you're with, and um, out of habit. And like I already said before, it obviously shows you where your reality is not matching up with the perceptions that you have about what you eat. So it makes you self-aware. So if you are not eating fruits and vegetables, that's going to be obvious whenever you look it up. And so that's another benefit of keeping a food journal. So I want to talk to you about getting started on keeping a food journal because I think it's very beneficial. It's been helping me. I'm continuing to keep the food journal just to see what foods trigger different things in me. I know that if I eat too many carbs at lunch, then I will crash in the afternoon and I will not have any energy. And so I'm eating more protein and vegetables and stuff like that at lunch now. And so I think it's just very beneficial for many reasons besides just weight loss. So I want to encourage you to keep track of what you're eating. Obviously, that is the first tip that I have for keeping a food journal. Keep track as you go. Uh, Don't wait till the end of the day to write it down. Write it down as you're going. You can keep it in a spiral. There's lots of apps that you can track it in, but write it down as you go, or at least take a picture of it so you can record it into there later, because I can promise you, you're not going to remember everything that you ate throughout the day at the end of the day. We like to not remember all of the snacks that we get sometimes, and that's not very beneficial if that snacks what's triggering a food allergy or sensitivity for you, and it's making you feel bad. Keep track as you go is my first tip. Second one, write it all down. Be honest about it. Um, If you have a sensitivity to dairy, you may eat something that you don't realize has dairy in it. And when you start noticing a pattern of every time you eat that, your stomach gets upset or, or you just don't feel good then you can actually, hopefully, you will actually go and look at the ingredients in that and see what it is that's causing you to feel that way. Well, if there's hidden dairy in there, then you're going to know right off the bat it's got dairy in it. And that's why I'm feeling this way. So obviously your portion sizes are important. You need to write down the size of your portions. We like to pretend that we only eat, well, I say we, I like to pretend that I only eat a tablespoon of peanut butter whenever I scoop it out of the jar. But the reality is it's a heaping overflowing tablespoon. And we all know that that is more than a tablespoon. So keeping track of your food portions is also important. It's also important to talk about calories. And if you use an app on your phone, um, that it automatically tracks all that. But if you may be under eating and that may be why you can't lose weight or why you don't feel good because you're not getting enough calorie intake. Nobody should be eating a 1200 calorie diet. That is literally the amount of calories that a toddler needs to function in life. No grown adult should be eating 1200 calories, period. So it's important to get enough calories in, enough carbs and enough sugar healthy ones. You don't want all of your calories and carbs and sugars to come from snacking or from really just not healthy foods. You do need carbs and you do need sugar, but we can get those in a healthy way. Another thing that it may, you may notice is that you are snacking and eating a lot while watching TV. 
we tend to overeat when we watch TV because we're not really aware of what we're actually eating. So I would encourage you to make sure that you're just writing everything down. And it is beneficial to write down how you feel and where you are if you can. You don't have to, but it, it really can be beneficial. So with that in mind, be as specific as you can. Obviously, writing down portion sizes is super helpful. Some people go as um, detailed as writing down ingredients, spices, and seasonings used in their meals, especially if they're having digestive issues and they're trying to find what's triggering it. That's going to be very important. You're not just eating chicken. What is on that chicken? Maybe it's the oil that you're eating or maybe it's something in the seasoning mix that you're using. So if you're tracking for that purpose, be specific as possible. Like I said, you should consider using an app because there are lots of food journaling apps available on the smartphones now. And so there's no reason to keep it in pen and paper unless you just want to. Another thing that you should be paying attention to is your mood. Most people focus solely on what they eat or drink when filling in their food journal. But keeping track of how your mood changes throughout the day with each meal can also be beneficial. So identify how you feel before or after certain foods. That can help make it easier to find those patterns and understand how your diet is affecting your mental health. I cannot eat oatmeal in the morning without being hungry just a couple hours a day. But I can eat oatmeal in the evening and be satisfied. So sometimes it's just as little as just because you enjoy that food, maybe it just can't happen in the morning. I know lots of people who cannot eat eggs in the morning. They are not filling for them. I can eat eggs in the morning and it's filling for me and I'm not starving two hours later. If you struggle with emotional eating, monitoring your mood is gonna help you determine which triggers are triggering you to overeat. Is it because you're anxious? Is it because you're sad? Is it because you're stressed? Some people eat more when they're happy and things are going good. Obviously, a lot of people eat more when we're bored. So if you do monitor your mood, that is always helpful to do if you're trying to find patterns as far as eating and what you're eating and why you're eating it. But my most important benefit as far as the mood goes, I know and notice that I get brain fog if I eat certain foods in the middle of the day. So in order to stay sharp and think clear, I need to avoid those foods during the day, especially if I'm trying to work and it's in a time frame where I need to be focused on what I'm doing. In the evening, it's okay if I get a little bit of brain fog because I'm going to be going to sleep anyways. I just want to encourage you to think about keeping a food journal. There's several apps. There's My Plate Calorie Counter. There's one called Plate Joy. My Fitness Pal is great. I use it. Um... There's just so many different really good ones. Just search food journal on your app store. And I encourage you to just look into tracking your food. Even if you only do it for a week, just so you can be mindful. One week a month so that you can kind of pay attention to what patterns are. But if you're really struggling with how you feel, um, hormone issues like me, thyroid issues, digestive issues, keeping a food journal is going to come into handy when you're able to take that into your doctor and say, look, this is how I'm feeling. And these are the foods that I'm eating. And I don't know what else to eliminate from my diet because everything on your list, I've already eliminated. And so it can really help your doctors to understand and listen. It can help you to advocate for yourself. 
you have to advocate for yourself. I have been on meds for right out six months. And when they doubled my thyroid medication, I started having a lot more stomach issues. Now, I am not advocating that you Google your symptoms and try to figure things out on your own. But I did Google, and um, that is not a side effect of the medication that I'm on. But I found a message board where there were several people that started on the same medication or they increased the dosage and they started having stomach issues. So now I have that information and I can go to my doctor and say, look, I think it may be tied to this. We can discuss it. Most of those people that were posting on that message board about the stomach issues were able to go on the name brand drug or another generic version of the same drug and it fixed their issue. So it's really important that we kind of pay attention to when we started feeling that way. I 100% know that my issue started when I doubled that medication within a week because I've been tracking what I'm doing and so I'm just more aware of it. And so I think that there's so many benefits to a food journal and I just encourage you to look at it and start tracking what you eat. The number one benefit for most people is it makes them more aware of what they are and are not eating, where they need to increase the healthier food options and decrease the unhealthy, and it really does help you to lose weight. I hope that you got something out of today's episode, and I look forward to talking to you more about nutrition and all things health and fitness and all of those things as we go forward. I'll be putting more of those type episodes into the Becoming Priority platform and I'm just really excited about moving forward because I think that these are practical topics that all of us struggle with and a lot of times we just think that we need to track our foods because we want to lose weight but there's so many benefits to tracking your food and so I encourage you to do that. So I hope that y'all have a great day. I look forward to talking to y'all again in a couple of weeks and until then I hope that you will start being a little more mindful of the foods that you're putting into your body and how they make you feel. Because we want to be the best version of ourselves and we can't do that if we don't feel good every day. So I hope that you will make that a priority in your life. Hey friends, I just wanna thank you for tuning in today. I hope that you were encouraged and reminded that when you take time for yourself to focus on your spiritual, mental, or physical health, it is not selfish. It really does allow you to show up better for others without losing who you were created to be in the process. If you enjoyed today's episode and you would like to support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on Instagram and tag me at Becoming Priority. I would love to hear your takeaways. You can also leave a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen. It really does help to get the word out and build this community, and it means a lot to me. Until next time, Make sure you're taking the steps needed and carving out space for yourself because you matter and you deserve it.